0: Hey humans, how's it going? Susan Ruth here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hey Human Podcast. This is episode 118. School, dating, marriage, drinking, getting arrested, the Olympics, heavyweight champions, brain damage, death, Jesus, faith, being present, racism, literacy, moms, grandmoms, winning, losing, all these things have one person in common my guest Evander Holyfield he is the heavyweight champion of the world many times over four times some people might even say five times over he and I sat down to chat when I was in Kentucky and I was invited to come to this event that real deal promotions did Uh, that's Evander Holyfield's promotion company for boxers and I was able to see my first fights. I'd never seen boxing in real life, real fights, and it was incredible. Uh, it was such a... It's it's funny, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about watching boxing, and it really is quite beautiful to be in the presence of that. I could see the story being told. I can see the technical aspect and the athleticism. It really... Uh, I was very impressed the boxers were incredible athletes and Evander is just a really good guy super laid-back really nice very chill very zen we had he he gave me two hours of his time nearly which is incredible and a big shout out to my friend Jeff uh, who helped really start the ball rolling with this Thank you for um, connecting me with the Real Deal people and with Evander. And thank you to Chris J, who really made the magic happen over this this weekend that I sat down with Evander. Um, Usual stuff, Hey Human podcast on all the social media places. And of course, online, heyhumanpodcast.com is the official website. If you shop at Amazon, please go through the Amazon portal on the official website because that helps support Hey Human, and that would be really cool. Um, you can email me, Susan at HeyHumanPodcast.com, and I w- always love to hear from you, So, and I always answer my emails, so definitely, if you have something to say, please reach out. Oh, uh, tonight, which is Wednesday night, uh, this episode airs tomorrow morning, uh, tonight I was on the Hypothetically Speaking podcast, and they are going to be posting that episode on Monday, I guess. So make sure to to check that out. It's, it's a very saucy uh, comedy improv podcast. I had a lot of fun with the guys. Uh, it was Kyle and Sean and uh, Zane and of course Greg. So thank you guys for having me on that show. Uh, it was a really good time. Okay, well, that's all I got um this conversation with evander was again almost two hours. We talked about everything under the sun, and I really what I dig about it is we just sort of we really just talked about all sorts of things and it was pretty non sequitur, as if I had just sat down next to him at the bar at a restaurant and started chatting uh so gracious with this time. I really appreciated it and Really, uh, I feel like we talked about stuff that he doesn't get a chance to talk about very often. His fighters are exceptional. They really are. Uh, all but one, one, their, their, um, matches, and it's, I really had a lot of respect for these guys. I don't know how they take those punches, though. Holy cow. The knockouts, there were many a knockout that night, so, but, uh. It was very exciting, so that was cool, cool adventures. All right, Um, I guess without further ado, let's get this going. Uh, Mr. Evander Holyfield, heavyweight champion of the world. Evander Holyfield, thank you for being on Hey Human. Thank you. So you are here for a big tournament that you put together, Real Deal Promotions. Yes. Yeah, so let's start there, and then I'm going to go backwards. Okay. What got you into deciding to shift to promoting?
1: Well, um, I was thinking about what's fair for the fighters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, if you're pretty much a coach, you can't coach everybody. You can't coach them against each other mm. and like that. And I kind of felt that at the age, you know, uh, you know I was – at the time, 48, 49, that I don't need no more enemies. So I knew if my guy beat that guy, they ain't gonna like me no more. That guy used to be a fan, used to watch me. Now he competing against my guy and I'm telling the guy what to do. His chances win is slim. Mm. So I kind of figured I'd rather be a promoter give everybody an opportunity.
0: How do you find your people?
1: Well, you know, they find you. They find you. And I you. guess
0: you can Google you, right? Well,
1: well I'm in, <laughs> in that, you know, when you talk about, you know, people who, I'm saying, you know, I talk about my mother a lot, mm-hmm. and and a lot of the mothers hear that, mm-hmm. they want their son to go, hey, he gonna teach them to love me more. Mm-hmm. Like that, but it works. It, it, it works and, and you're trying to just pass down the information each generation is supposed to be better but they only get better because they listen to somebody who have done it
0: yeah I noticed that last night <clears throat> excuse me when we were at the, the little get together that uh, there were a lot of families it seemed like there was you know which I know that happens in sports but it seems really to happen in boxing that there's a, a parent that's right there egging them on, going, yeah, do it, do it. And then I had this conversation um, last night with a guy named James Dixon. And he said it's actually the opposite that he runs this uh, uh, like youth boxing where they get kids in that maybe are uh, disadvantaged or maybe have a parent, no parent around, sometimes no meals, things like that in the, in the house. And he gives them a warm meal and he teaches them to box. And I thought, oh wow, man, that's this whole other aspect of it. And I know for you growing up, you were you were a single mom. Yes. And a lot of kids in the family and stuff. So but she was always right there for you. Well,
1: she did she she didn't like boxing. But the thing is, is that my mama wanted me to be the very best that I could be. So and and so she, she realized just because she didn't like it, it don't mean that I couldn't do it. And um, which shows you that she had a big heart because, mm-hmm. you know, you got some people, if they don't like it, they're they not going to let you do it. And not so much whether you're good or bad, in, they just ain't going to let you do it. Because some people think they don't want to see you get hurt, so they're not going to let you take a chance of getting hurt. Um, so, but the experience of life, this world would never be what it is. is, is. If the whole world would like that, because you said, "If I can't do it, I know you can't do it."
0: Yeah, there's a lot of that in the world, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's hard for a mom to see her kid get hit in the face. <laughs> it's probably kind of a but, little surreal, but. Well,
1: I'm you know. talking, I'm talking, It could be hard. My only thing is, it's a lot of thing. If like with me, and just as a man, mm-hmm. and not being a woman, mm-hmm. you know my first thought when I got a when I, you know I became an adult I don't want no girl because I, I didn't want no girl because I see all the things that men trying to do and so you know you so if you don't want your you don't want your daughter to get hurt so what you gonna tell oh you stay away from them guy no but you know she she got to know somebody, She because she got to know a person like myself. I'm a father. I'm not going to hurt him, but I'm a father. But, you know, as a kid and how I grew up and what everybody thought was fun, oh, touch the girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got a lot of whooping. Touching the girl, but it works. You say, oh, boy, oh, like that. And But the, the whole big thing is that you find out in life, it, it's not like it was something fun. It was just like, if I can get her attention, what kind of way can I get her attention? So anything that you do to irritate her, make her, you know, you get to think she she got to know I like her. Yeah. This is the reason why I do it. Because if she ignores me, then I won't talk to her at all.
0: Right. I think that is a, a misunderstanding that boys have to think that if they're annoying, that that will make the girls like them. And, sure. and then girls are taught, of course, that, oh, he's being mean to you because he likes you, which is so messed up. It's a terrible way to go through your life, thinking, "Oh, if a man is bad to me, that's love." That's well, so backwards. Well,
1: you're right, and you get caught up in there because I remember when I just get I get the three whoopings a day. So my grandma was trying to help me because my grandmama said when I when she when I get hit, she get hit because she said she was my heart. So so so. So my grandmama started going over, she said, you know, I always get it I always get in trouble in the morning because when they wake me up they start me, and it make me mad and, and so my mama had to give me a whooping before I go to school she just calm me down. I said, She told my behind up when I was a kid. <laughs> I said, that said Now that's the whole thing. My mama caught me in everything. I said, you know, man, I said I remember telling my grandmama, I think mama, mama whooping me for something for nothing. I run up to her and okay then, yeah, you yeah, stop doing, stop everything wrong, just see what's gonna happen. And all of a sudden, I ain't get no, I ain't get no whooping no more. I ain't had no whipping no more Until I turned 19. to dog.
0: And she had to <laughs> climb on a
1: chair. <laughs> got me <that> 19. <laughs> but what would happen in the school? My mama told me said, you're big enough to pass a lick. You're big enough to take one. So don't hit nobody if you don't want them to hit you. So my mama said, if anybody hit you, you hit them back. So so, so every day in school, a girl will hit me. Oh, no. And she hit me, and she'll run. And so my grandmama said, where does she run to? I said, she run up there by the teacher. He said, what do you do? I run up there to hit her, I said, and, and the teacher talking about called me a coward and said, "'Cause you chasing girl.' I said, "'But she hit me in the head with a pencil.'" And so my grandmama said, "'But did it hurt?' I said, "'Well, no.'" I said, "'But mama said, if you're big enough to pass thick, lick, you're big enough to take a lick.'" Then. So then my grandmama told me, she said, "'You know what the Bible said, don't you? Revenge is the Lord.'" They always catch the second person, so this is where you always get in trouble. So she so all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I, so she said, "If it don't hurt, then don't don't chase her." So the girl hit me in the head with a pencil. I found I didn't hurt, her, so I didn't chase her. So she ended up leaving me alone because I stopped chasing her. So that because you ain't really you know it take two to tangle. That's right. So, so, you know, I didn't, but I didn't, my said, but she like, I said, grandmama, how can somebody like me hit me on the head with a pulse? They know I don't like it. That's what, so it's, it's amazing in life. These are the same little things that you have to tell your kids. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, I remember I used to pull this girl hair all the time. Just, hey, she never did look around. So I I knew she didn't like me because she ain't look around. <laughs> I was like I did it and for a whole two weeks. You know you you pull it. I went pull it hard. Just you know how you let somebody know you you, you because you said, stop. You you gonna smile and all that. She ain't even she ignored me. She didn't even look around. So I Cold didn't talk.
0: shoulder. <laughs> I
1: didn't I didn't I didn't talk to her and it was amazing. Now now by Twenty years later, I see her I see her I go to my nephew to see him play football and this girl. And I'll go. And I told her, I said, you know, I used to pull you and she said, Yeah, you stopped out. I said, because you ignored me. I said, that that means that you ain't like me at all. She said, really? I said, yeah. I said, but that's that's it. It was like when somebody ignore you, that means that they don't want to be bothered you for real. They don't wanna be bothered. Yeah, I said, so. I said I said, I said I, I, said, I never did pull it harder, I just letting you know that I hope. I'm 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 here, I'm behind you. She really look. <laughs> right.
0: So did your grandma and your mom together raise you up or was she, it both. Okay. Both. were you all in the same house? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's some strong female influence.
1: Yeah. I'm not, I wouldn't be who I am as a wife of both of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Then my brothers and sisters, because they were, my brothers and sisters, the reason why they were so important, because they were the extra eyes. So that means that you when they go, I know that they'll tell my mom on me. So, which kept me from cursing. Because, you know, <laughs> and that's why when your mama ain't around, you look and you start cursing. And like that, but, but because my brothers and sisters are that I could never say it when I really wanted to say it.
0: Where are you in the birth order?
1: I'm the last.
0: Oh, no. I'm the last. A baby.
1: Hell, yeah, I was the baby. I'm the
0: baby, too. I remember I learned the word bastard, and I said it to my big brother, and he washed my mouth out with soap. My parents were nowhere. He chased me down and stuck ivory soap in my oh, mouth. Oh, my
1: goodness. I got that. Done before too. <laughs> terrible. They, they, it's they hard to stay be a, kid a long time. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah.
0: So, okay. You started life in Alabama. I know a little bit about your backstory, but I didn't. I didn't want to dive too deep because it's more interesting learning with everybody as they listen. I'm learning too, you know. But um, I know you were born in Alabama, and then you moved to Atlanta. Were the first. Um, was the first amount of was it twelve years you were in four years? Oh, you're only there for four. Yes. Okay. So, um, so there's probably not a lot of memories of being there.
1: Well, yeah. What? Well, well, I guess the thing is, is that we we must have stayed at a tin roof cause when when the rain hit you hit it.
0: Tinkle, tinkle.
1: And, yeah. Yeah, and and it I remember Tonator season, and when tornado season, we prayed more. Yeah. Was <laughs> like, your
0: family really religious? Ah, I,
1: well, I, I, would, well, you know, I, you know, religion may not be the word that, but we prayed and we went to church. Yeah. And, and you know, religion is is what you believe in, and like we we believe in Jesus, we believe in God, and that's what we did, and 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 eventually. All that we, we, we left.
0: Yeah. And then, so you go to Atlanta and why, uh, boxing was at the Boys and Girls Club, which you, I, I read about that, that you spent time there and that was really great. Um, and that there was a woman that, that did your membership for the first year. And I mean, that's stuff that people can Google so they can, they can learn all about that. but. Why? Why boxing? Why was that the thing? You're clearly an athletic build. Were you a small or big kid? Well, Did you get I was, I, was,
1: I was a little kid. I was. I was, I was a. When I, was a, I went out, called myself, I was a late bloomer.
0: I was a late bloomer too. I, I was good. late bloomer.
1: <laughs> I, I was late bloomer, and 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 now you know, but I, I had this thing about if we the same age, then how can you do that and I can't do it. You so, know, so I was always questioning my mama, well, how can they could read, and I can't read? So, so you know, my mama didn't just flat write and say, she didn't she didn't know how to read and all come because they teach you at home. So, you know, so, you know, so the fact that, all these things that, my mama taught me all the, the right things to do, you know, look a person in the eye, yes ma'am, no ma'am, and all that respect and all this, you say, now you're not gonna you're not gonna bully nobody, but ain't nobody gonna bully you either. So you know my mama had this thing even as a kid, you know. A man died one time, a coward died a thousand times. So you know you know, if one person fight in our family, everybody had to fight. You know, so I came up in that tough situation where that you know, everybody had to cover each other back. So even with the house, it's one room dirty, the whole room, whole house dirty. Everybody getting it. So you know, so which you know c- comes up teamwork. Mm-hmm. So so you know, my sister them who was the oldest, they made sure that the house was respectable for my mama. My mama come because my mama to start whooping them because they the oldest one and come down and so they make they make the boys you know you you go outside to mama come home like that so you know it's so you so don't
0: mess up the house yeah yeah boys and, little boys are disastrous
1: well that's what they say I don't I don't think so no. <laughs> anybody can be disastrous by what you let them do yeah
0: but okay so you you learn to hold your own within your family and then I assume whatever neighborhood you grew up in do you had little you know kids run around and play together did you get into fights or anything or did you stay pretty well, well,
1: well, well, well I, I i never get in fight people people always you, know, you get a reputation as a kid that everybody says, oh he's strong not, you, you ain't even really got to be a fighter just cause somebody know that you're strong oh he's real strong oh he real fast And i, and I, I, I would like that but couldn't remember nothing oh my goodness I couldn't remember nothing and it was just and I was always hurt because I was trying to figure out how you and I could be the same age and you know something I don't know
0: well that must have pushed you on harder right well well well
1: not exactly because maybe if you know it it was it was kind of like you know sometimes you know Success starts at home, and failure starts at home by what the other family members do. Mm-hmm. Like that, like, and I, I was kind of split. It was nine people. It was like four we of them we were just very knowledgeable, and you got five that work real hard. Now I was one of the five that work real hard. My mom said, "Do it. We do it. Said, we we hope we can do it," and we have the ones that. Uh, you know, very knowledgeable. You know what? They were trying to figure out always how to get out to work and get us to do it. And so, you know, by me being the youngest, I had to do it anyway. So, it it it, it wasn't a problem. Okay, then I had the energy and I did what they told me to do. Do this, do this, do this, do. Oh, uh, uh So somebody got to go to the store. They're gonna tell me, Chapter, go to the store." Okay, what you want? write it down and I'm gonna run up to the store and go get it I'm now that was energy that they didn't want to but I just tell each other hey, hey, hey. I'm gonna run through the store and go get it and so what pretty much of that everything that I everything that I was able to impress people with that's what I wanted to do
0: you were a people pleaser it sounds like
1: what well, yes yes but that but you know Whatever you call it, but this is what I did. Yeah. I don't think, I like making people happy.
0: So how does that figure in? If you get into, as a young boy, when you started boxing, and you get into a ring, somebody's not going to be happy, whether it's you or the other person. So, you well, right? Because somebody I, I, wins and somebody loses. Well, yes,
1: but I'm when I was, you know, I came up in very competitive family. I'm telling you, know as, as a kid, we played dodgeball and all this and stuff like that. And so we was the biggest family because we had nine. So everybody started crying when we had to go in the house because when the street light come up, we got to go. And so we take our ball and we take everything, we go in the house, we still have fun in the house because we play cards and all these different games. So you know, that's the reason it was fun for me. I just, all my whole life as a kid was just a lot of fun because you know, we was we was the fun in every community we ever lived in because we had the brothers and the sisters.
0: Yeah, I love big families. My best friend Ellen, she's, she's a big family, and there's nothing better for me. She always thinks I'm crazy because I want to go to all the family stuff. She's like, well, you could come, but it's going to be loud. And I was like, I love that so much because my brothers are so much older than I am that it was sort of like being an only child at points. You know, I love the big family atmosphere. It's a lot of fun.
1: But that's, that's what I, I liked about it, everything was fun. Even though they beat the daylight on me and everything. But because <laughs> they beat the daylights on me and everything, they gave me a competitive spirit. And that would make me very good when I finally started going to the boys club. When I finally started going to the boys club, I was six years old.
0: Oh wow, you were really young. Right.
1: Yeah, then all of a sudden, when I found that six and seven, eight years old, used to be a group. I found that I could outrun everybody, six and seven, eight, and I was stronger. And I'm the one that, when cried, they couldn't make me cry. And I just so it was just it was just fun because I've been playing with my brothers and sisters who were a lot older and and had more bands and all this and stuff. So they were um, your first coaches. Yeah. So all of a sudden, when I got with people my size. Oh my goodness! No, oh. wait. Did
0: you say you were tall as a no, kid? No, 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 no. You're no, a no. Little.
1: I, was, I was short. You were short. Yeah. And man, man, I'm talking about I can run and like this and it, I, you know, I played football. And I would, I would know, run three and four touchdowns a game. You know, like this. You know, didn't even understand the game. They just said, round the end, we get it all. You go right that way. Just keep running.
0: (laughs) Did you love football as much as Uh, at the time uh, you loved boxing? Well,
1: yeah, football. That's what that was the first. My first goal was to play for Atlanta Falcons football, and 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 I loved it. And and you know I watched all the games and stuff like that. And and by then at sixteen it changed. At sixteen, what happened at sixteen is that. At sixteen, I I must have weighed about a hundred and fifteen pounds, and I like just fifteen, and uh and the coach no I, yeah fifteen I weighed hundred fifteen pounds, and and the coach told me I was too too small to play play linebacker. Now I told him I said my mama said it's not the size of the man, the size of the heart, and the coach said okay then. He brought me out there and he seen how, how good and he found that I can really play good. and uh, and then, But he put me in cornerback. I didn't know what cornerback was. I played it just like you play linebacker. They hiked the ball, I run up there to make the tackle. And the coach told me that wasn't the right way, to, that ain't the way to play that position. I told him I didn't ask to play cornerback, and he put me on the bench. And I didn't get to go in, to go in nothing. When the championship of the game, he finally put me in, and he seen how good I was, how many tackles I made. Then he started talking about, God, I can't believe y'all let this little guy outwork y'all. Then all of a sudden, he asked me was I coming back next year I said no sir he said why I said my mom said I ain't have to come back he said so you just gonna quit I said no I said I'm gonna make the Olympic team and I'm gonna be the heavyweight champion of the world It's you too little <laughs> he too and you know what I made the Olympic team and I became the heavyweight champion of the world
0: a few times over
1: <laughs> and, and, and and he he wasn't a coach then. Now when 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 I, when I I became the world champion, he was the principal of the school. So he would tell he would tell he would have me come and speak to the kids and I would talk about how how that he 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 tells everybody that I'm the world champion because of him. He said, because if I would have let him play football, <laughs> he would have been a great football player. And he said, but I he said, but I thought he was too small. He said, and he said, and he and he and he, he let the kids know. He said, he told me, his mama said, it's not the size of a man, it's the size of his heart. Like this, is, but it kind of offended me. He said it offended me at the time that I said, you know, I was just telling what my mama said. My mama said it's the size of your heart. It's not the statue, and like that, and uh, and, I, and I guess that was the pivotal point. Uh, Cause my mother, my mother, even when I got home, my mother, would, my mother told me, she said, "Son, you cannot be arguing about who the coach put in the game, and all this. The coaches make the decision. Now, if you want to do what you want to do, box it." You'll be home somebody to get you out of here. <laughs> like so she said, now, if you're going to go on you, choose boxing. But the coaches determine who goes in the game. So she said, my mom had the rules that you don't be complaining. You make life harder by complaining.
0: So your mom was already seeing that you were more of an individual than... Do you know what I think? Some kids are really good with other kids that they go along with the pack. And then other kids... Have that something that makes them shine in their own light well you know
1: I loved i love I love teen sports and so even as my my son that played football now now I knew he'd be good because he he had all these brothers and sisters that 's what we do like everybody and I'm telling I love being with people I don't like being by myself oh that I was I like being around people. I like seeing people move. I I like the action. But I can concentrate, Where I can concentrate when it comes down to concentration. Because the whole big thing is that I know that everything starts off as an individual, but team is these people who help you. You cannot I can never say I became this great champion by myself. I'm always gonna say. If it wasn't for my mama, if it wasn't for my grandmama, if it wasn't for the brothers and sisters I had, I wouldn't be who I am. They said, well, how did you, how you, how they get credit? I was going if I didn't have that, I wouldn't be who I am. They said, just like a diamond. All the pressure that make that diamond. It's just pressure. I was, you talk a person just sit there and you just let a person, the person will away they self. Put some pressure on that person. That person got to do something. You know, tell them what that person's going to become. So I was that person that had all that pressure. My mama had just had a heart attack. So my mama was at home every day. So she caught me and everything. There's nothing I got by with. I got so many. Wh- I got three whoopings a day. I, started, I got my last whooping when I was 19. Like that. And my mama had to swing up and try to hit me. My mom said, "Boy, put your hand down." I had to put my hand down. Like this, but then I moved. After that, after that, 19, whoop, I, I moved.
0: How old are you when she had a heart attack?
1: Oh, my mom, my mom, my mom was six. I was six. I was six years old. When she had a heart attack. No, I, I was six. No, I
0: know no, that's what I mean. Oh wow, that's that's yeah. gotta be really traumatic for a kid. Well,
1: well, you know, when you don't know what a heart attack is. Yeah. I said kid, okay, you just know you your mama in the hospital. Your mama in the hospital, you miss her, we go up to the hospital and see her. But I'm sorry, if somebody said your mama had a heart attack when you don't know nothing about stuff like that, you know, you just uh, we we just know that we go up there to the hospital and see her. Yeah. So we come come home you know, you don't really it's, it's like the less knowledge that you know about certain things you don't worry about it. Yeah. You ain't know what the hard attack was.
0: They probably kept you pretty shielded too because
1: you're the no, little no, one. No, 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 not shielded. It's just uh-huh. you, you weren't knowledgeable enough to know. And the things that you know, I'm sure you, you take kids that are very knowledgeable and know more than, I know, it's hard to say more than they should know, but these things bother them because they know so much. And so, like this, if, if, if ain't nobody planning on killing you, and you don't know that, so you ain't worried about nobody killing If uh, The person who knows that somebody's gonna kill it, they they going through all the, because it, it's a base cover with me, even when I was a kid, to see a gun. And you know, I would tell me, but we gotta get out of here. That man had a gun, but he, not like he was trying to shoot nobody, but he did have a gun. But I just thought, Somebody gonna get shot. I ain't want to get shot, so I ain't want to be in nowhere where a gun was. I'm so you know, but you know, but the the purpose of the gun, you know, you, you around police, they got guns all the time. They ain't no taking just shoot nobody, but but you but you get the wrong person with that gun, you know, it could cause problem.
0: I'm curious when you relax because you love all these different sports. Is it harder to watch boxing because you're you're constantly thinking, or do you get to let go? Because I know as a I'm a songwriter, and when I hear music, I listen to the words. And I think, oh man, I would have written that differently, or you know what I mean. Do you, do you are you able to take yourself out of it and just enjoy? Or is yeah,
1: it, yeah, I, I, I maybe to do that. My only thing is that you know, in general, when when I was competing, then. I'm always watching see if I'm better than that person. Oh sure. Then then all of a sudden, you know, either it's a guy small, you know like one six, one 12, 119, 125 one twenty five, one thirty two. Always well from from sixty five and under, six from one hundred and sixty five pound and under, you know, I I, I look at it, and, and, you know you learn from the little guy. Cause they the better fighters. They the skillful. You have to be skillful when you when you small. they don't want to get tested all the time. Big guys don't get tested all the time, cause don't nobody want. They don't want to get hurt. They don't mess with the big guy. So so the big guys are the unskillful ones. The little guys are real sharp ones. So. You watch them. They do it right. Cause they have to be right all the time. You got more small people than big people. And so so my mama always told me, Hi, son, you got to look at the ants. The ants are the hardest working creature in the world. You gotta look at the ants. You got you got to, you gotta got learn from the ants. This is how you become successful. They do it on a day to day basis. You can't it don't bring you ain't no get a uh, you got a whole year, one day, woo, put it over here. Then you you can sit around and just chow out. You no, know, answer each and every day.
0: Hard they have to do that thing. Yeah.
1: work So my mom always said, you got to watch the small people. You want to you want to know how to be good? They always ready.
0: When did you have a sneaking suspicion that you were a champion?
1: Well Is I mean, there a
0: moment like a light bulb goes off, or is it just sort of a, a long, steady progression of right. getting to that spot?
1: It's, 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 it's just a long time. The whole big thing is my mama had three things. Listen, follow the direction, and don't quit. These three things will lead you into championship. And you know how long it took me? 20 years. <laughs> but if they would have told me it took 20 years, I wouldn't have said, I want to do that. I wouldn't have did it. Because I, you know, you know, when somebody tell you you're going to take 20 years, man, you know, just because somebody said 20 years, as a kid, your mind, your, your thinking ain't never that long. But, but what happened, the the immediate goals that you do. My my, my first coach says, the first, the first championship you want to be is the boys' club champion. Really? He said, Yeah. You win this fight, you the boys club champion. Okay, I hit the guy one time, the guy started crying. I win the fight, I'm the boys club champ. Already the champ, first fight boys club champ. Like this, cause you 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 know 65 pound, I'm the boys club champ. And so you know, from that point on, it it go on and on and on. Then you. I become the junior Olympic champion, like this and stuff like that. And so then all of a sudden you, here you are then, you're fighting for the Olympics. It's like this, you, junior Olympics goes into the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you got the age, the age group like, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Then, you know, I made the Olympic team when I was 21. You know? But like, the earlier you could start at 17, though. Wait until tried, I was 21 and do it. He kept going. Yep. Didn't give up. Right.
0: I wish your mom had written a book. I would love to read that book. She sounds very inspirational. When you stepped into uh, the first, the biggest, you know, in the, in the beginning, the first big, big, big fight where you really are against an opponent that is well-matched for you, do you, does your brain go to okay? Just eye on the prize. I'm gonna do my thing. Is there any fear that slips in there, or is it just you're so well trained that that's all you think about?
1: It's the individual himself. To do you overthink and all that. You can bring fear on yourself. Just try thinking that. I was Christian. I I would I would like with me and when when as a kid once 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 when I. And when I beat this guy named Cecil Collins when I was 13 years old by saying, please Jesus help me. That's all I used to say. Please Jesus help me. I, I, I said that right there to the age uh to the age of uh, uh, 34. Just please Jesus help me.
0: You said before all your matches?
1: Oh uh-uh, all the matches. Please Jesus help me. Then then all of a sudden when it came to fight Tyson then then I married somebody who showed me how to go deeper. And so uh, and that's What do you mean
0: by that? Go deeper.
1: But deeper, deeper me mean know more about the word of God than just had, please Jesus help me. Before here, I just please Jesus help me.
0: Well, it's interesting because I read uh, in some of the articles I saw that uh, there's, and I'm putting quotes around this, "born again Christian." But it sounds like, I mean, have you not always had a faith?
1: Oh yeah. So yeah. how, w-
0: what does that mean to you? I guess what, is what, it born again? Yeah. What does that mean to you? Born
1: born, born again Christian is just just a fact is that you know you as a person. You have to be born into Christ. You 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 have to accept Him. And once you accept Him, then you then that's it. Like this, so the whole big thing is that just it, just born again, meaning that you know you're born into this world. Then like that, you know you you ain't asked to come to this world, but to to really be born again, you have to ask. You have to accept the Lord Jesus Christ in your life. You accept Him. 'Cause this is what you want to do. This is what you you, you believe, you believe, you believe, uh, the Father sent Jesus and you accept him. And so that's what born again. That you become a new person, then what what happened your whole time on this earth, you're learning how to submit your whole self, because it's going to take your whole life to submit your whole self to God. So you, you do a little bit of a little bit because it's, it's certain things that you have and you have to change. Mm-hmm. Like this, i I, I I've never been as confident as I am about what I say and what I do and doing the right thing. I'm talking, When when I was a kid, sometimes I ain't want to do that. I ain't, oh no, this far. And how are they going to tell something, something fun to you and say it's wrong? I'm telling you, know, so that's the whole big thing. So, but when, you, when you're born again, then you, you come to understand and say, wow, that was wrong. I don't want to do that no more.
0: It's like a handshake agreement.
1: Well, wait, no. It's or no, it,
0: well, where faith comes in, where you say, well, and free will. And you say, hey. Well,
1: yeah, you have free will. You yeah. see, the whole big thing is that, like, I'm talking, even when I was, even when I was, you know, I was a teenager. When I, I remember I was, just got got from the Olympics. I was 21 years old. And, and I go out, and you know, so I was popular. And, you know, and I had money. I could buy anything I want. I could do anything I want. And, and to see people a little bit of envy of you. And, and but they were older. I'm 21. I'm the young guy. I'm in my and they older and so and and they drinking and they mad because the girls dancing with me. They don't have the energy. They want the girl to sit down and drink where the girl can while well, they can talk to the girl, but they know that. I'm dancing. And the girl want to dance with me. So only way they can compete is to buy the girl to drink. <laughs> and buy the girl to drink. And so I didn't drink. So I ain't drink. So you know. So anytime I see a girl drink, I just I'm gonna pull away. I no, no. Because my, my own thing. I didn't want. I didn't want the girl to drink. Cause I. Cause, cause my mother drink. And like this. And I just, all I just know, anytime something went bad, when my mama drank, and when my mama drank, she said what she wanted to say. Like that, so, so, so I didn't like nobody to drink, so anytime a girl drinks her, that's it, mm-hmm. that's the cutoff. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking to her no more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And which, you know, which was, which, you know, which, which, uh, which came bad, because I realized that and so I started dating a girl, found out that she said, I said, well, you, you're not going to talk to me because I'm going to drink something? I said, yeah. She said, and so what they got to do? Why would you not talk to me? I said, I found out that she drink and, and she don't get drunk. She know when to stop. You know. So the whole big thing is somehow you just think the worst end and that, but you gotta put up with this person who who don't control their situation. And so that just like it's just like, I get angry, but my anger don't take over me. Mm. I don't cuss people out, I don't jump on people, I don't grab their neck, and I don't threaten people. So it's the same thing. So she's so she tells me, she said okay, if you get mad, but you gonna start jumping me, start beating me up? I said, No, I wouldn't do that. She says, "Well, just like I, I'm gonna drink, but I'm not gonna get drunk, and all this and stuff." And so, it made common sense that it's how you handle your situation and stuff like that. So, I, I learned a lot by j- just being skelly. Anytime somebody drinks, I go, "Oh, you were oh, shoot! I'm, let me get away from this person," you know. But you find that, but then then you got a lot of people, you got more people who can't control it mm-hmm. than people who can not control it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that. So, you know, you just got to find the right person.
0: It's interesting because somebody like you who, who could beat the living tar out of somebody, right, is, you're very subdued. You have a very, your countenance is very calming, which is so ironic, obviously, because of your, what you did for your career. So somewhere, and I know that there are some fighters you read about where they're pretty hot-headed and such. How did you, was, were you just always naturally very chilled out? Because <laughs> you're very, there's a very peaceful being around you. Is that something you've always had, or did you develop that? Well,
1: I, I think it d- development because if I were to, you know, if you, the company you keep, that, you know, my mama, my mama always talked about, that company to you keep, you know, and even even the Bible tells you like, look, you know, don't set yourself with wrong people. You start acting like this, you know. It's just like if you and I are friends, we gonna sh- we friends because it's something that you do I like, it's something I do, and it's something I do that you like. So we start blending, mm-hmm. we start blending. Then all of a sudden, so so what are these things good or bad and stuff? you start. You start doing this, so I saw if you start screaming at me and stuff like this and stuff, and I'm like, my God, no! But I keep saying that, then all of a sudden, then I start screaming back with you. Then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, I find myself screaming, but sometimes I ain't even want to scream because all of a sudden it's rubbing off on me. Like this is so simple. So my own thing. I never been aggressive because my mama said, son. Yeah, think about it now I was I was a girl too now don't do nothing to don't do nothing to nobody you don't want to do to me mm-hmm. like this and so and, and, and I knew that now because I was like oh because a lot of time I was with my mama and she said the ugly words to her boyfriend and he didn't do nothing I used to I used to pray for my my mama because. Mama I said, Grandma, I I pray, I, I said, Lord, please don't let this man hit my mama. God, my mama saying all this stuff like she can beat him. I'm so so I'm so I'm so glad that I never see a man hit my mama and all this, but my mama said some terrible words to them and all that, and they didn't. Which is one of the reasons why I don't hit no lady. I mean, my mama had my mama had a foul mouth, and, and it seemed like majority of the women that I, I choose to have foul mouth, and they bring it back the same way, and I don't you know and I, you know I don't have that thing I because I always think about it. I ain't want nobody to hit my mama, mm-hmm. and so you know everybody got mamas when when a kid realized, and won't nobody to touch his mama, and like that. So, and so, but it's the mother's job then to come back and say, "All right, tell the boy, don't you don't you be hitting them girls now." Now, mom, the my mama, she didn't get hit, but she told him, "Don't do that, son. Don't let them talk you into hitting them. Now, you're really in trouble."
0: Did you ever see anyone
1: hit your mom? Huh? No, you? no, no. no. Oh, that's good. No, no. She no. She was just telling me. Yeah. She said. Mama, but my mama was
0: say sad thing. She'd egg them on.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and during, I never, you know, just, did nobody help my mom? But the thing is, is that mama, I asked my mama, why? My mom said, son, it's just in us. How far can we go? That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Your
0: mama's her own kind of boxer. <laughs> well, I'm
1: telling you, you, you know, I'm telling you. And my mom, my mama said, son, you got to understand. You don't want to get in there. You don't, you don't want to. And, and somehow I said, why? But my mama said, she said, son, sometimes we just don't know. We do it sometimes.
0: Was it weird as the youngest child as a boy who loves his mom to see her dating? Was that weird or was it okay? No, I never seen
1: my mama dating nobody. You know what I'm talking I'm talking, I'm talking I'm talking at the time that I didn't know what dating was. Yeah. When when I was a kid, when I, I go places, there's a man just there. You know, I never seen a hug, a hug, a kiss, anything like that. But you know, the whole thing is that, you know, you ain't, you ain't know really what dating is. Now, now when... When I turned 17, and 18, it's amazing that I see somebody to look at my mama. You know, it's like, you know, they they go, "Oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> my mom said, "Why are you looking like that?" I said, "Looking like what, mom?" Like the, but the but the man knew, and so all of a sudden now, and another thing is that I become the heavyweight champ of the world. So I take so me and my mama we go to we go, we go to the Bahamas, and so the prime minister and all that and me, so I'm sitting there and I see him you know now you know you I'm 28 years old I understand so I'm I see the man I look and I'm and I'm like he looking and, he's, and he go. He said, anything wrong? I said, no. I just i just like to ask you a question. He said, what's that? I say, I say, you 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 have a daughter? He said, well yeah. I say, I say, you want me to marry? Her? And he go, he put he put back, he he go, I said, but what would you do? I said, I said, you know, I said, you know, I said cause, cause, now I'm the heavyweight champ of the world, and I'm telling him, I said, you know, he said, well, what would you do? I said, I married you, let me run the country. And we was in Jamaica, we're in Jamaica, so I, I, Mr. Manley, that was his name, was Mr. Manley. And I was like, and I was like, I said, you know, I said, hey. He said, would well, you know how to run the country? I said, yeah. Said, well, you know, I had just got through seeing that movie uh, Scarface, he said, not to get high off your supply, And so I would tell him, I said, you know, I said, I said, he said, what what's the first thing you do? I said, I wouldn't let them drink no rum. He said, why not? I said, because this is how you make all the money. Now you let somebody else, you let like somebody else don't live here to drink the rum. Because <laughs> the, the majority of the people there, the majority the people there will always get high off their own supply, And the women, I worked the men mm-hmm. uh, back in, and back back then at that time, and I was like saying, "Well, you know, well, you know, it seemed that if you have it and send that movie, said now the guy who said don't get house to supply, he became an addict. <laughs> but the the thing is, is how you gonna do the work if you become an addict? Well, I'm so he eventually get you. But the point of you don't get on it then the hope like like me I ain't drank do none of that stuff.
0: You don't do anything.
1: I, I didn't do none of that stuff. No. Do I, you now? You drink I, a little? I drink a little bit. Yeah. I I I, I a gray goose. Yeah. And look cranberry. Yeah. Like obviously. this but you know but I ain't no never getting it cuz it make me sleepy. <laughs> so you. Yeah,
0: and you still train to this day. You still well, saying you're clearly I, in great shape. Why
1: you, you know my mom is say she said it would be wrong for me not to be in shape. She, like that. I said, well, why would it be wrong, mama? That means that you're lazy. I said, what you mean I'm lazy, mama? She said, no. If you get out of shape, that means that you're lazy. I said, why why that mean a lazy? She said, because you know what to do and won't do it. And I just said, you know, wow, that's and so she told me that, yeah. and I said, I ain't gonna never be out of shape because is she right? I do I've been doing it all my whole life Now I have to go years and years and years and years and years and years and not to do it for me and, for me to be out of shape. And so you know so I always remind myself what my mom would say lazy when you know what to do and won't do it. It's great and so
0: That's so great yeah. um, how, wh- how do you inspire the, the kids now that are on your roster? How do you get them—I mean, obviously, they already have a love of, of what they're doing, a love of the sport. You can see it in their eyes. They're very excited and on fire for it. But what what do you do to get them even more so? How do you create a champion?
1: Well, the thing, number knowledge—passing knowledge down. I You know, I wanted to be like Ali, mm-hmm. and so my coach said, oh, OK, then, he said, you know, but until you can tell me— the, he said, don't you drop your hand unless you can tell me the reason why Ali dropped his hand. Like this, so, he, so Ali dropped his hand because he was so quick. as he had his hands up, the guy, the guy, it going to be hard for him here to hit the guy. But if he put his hand down like this so the guy will swing at him, he was quick enough to hit them. Mm-hmm. But if he, both of them had the hand like this, the other guy wasn't going to swing. So Ali didn't have the punching power. But he had quick hands and he had the reach. So, you know, so it's, 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 it's so it, the thing is, is when you know the the purpose, it's that, a purpose for everything that you do. But be more than just it look good. But <laughs> like just so, so, so my only thing, I would hold my hand like this, like this, because I know I'm gonna roll off my shoulder, but I'm gonna catch him with that uppercut. So, but, and somebody said, well, you, like you had your hand down, way. I had like this, because hit me, you got to go with my shoulder, but like this, but you got to step up. When you step up, I'm going to catch with that uppercut, like that, so it's, it's an art to the game, the things you're doing. A lot of times people think, oh, you, you trying to look good. It may look good, but you you understand what shot you can get hit with and what shot you cannot get hit with. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you worry about the, the brain injury stuff for for the kids or for you or for I mean any of that cuz I know that's really big in the news and you know how, how the the getting hit what it does and def- well, you
1: know you, you know I I you know the, the things that they say are true I mean, you know I, I had a lot of had a lot of teachers you know telling me though know, oh evander you, you do that terrible sport. Oh, you go, you go get your teeth knocked out. Oh, that, that. And I, you know, and my whole thing, I said, no. I said, anything, I'm gonna be knocking somebody else's teeth out. I said, but I'm not gonna get mine knocked out. I'm telling you, know, it's, it's just, sometimes people have these negative thoughts about, it's a competitive sport and stuff like that. You know, it's so a whole big thing in living right and living right mean that you will eat the proper food and all this, because most people, they always blame injuries on that somebody had to hit you in the head and all this. And you start getting sick from the inside for your intake, what type of food, what you do, do you go to sleep, do you rest, enough, do your body recover? I'm saying I got hit, I got hit a lot of times, but I'm sorry, your body recover when, they do, when you do the proper thing to it, mm-hmm. you eat the proper foods and all this. and, and and I think that a lot of times they, people, people concern is they every time it's every time it's a concern it's concerned by somebody somebody that's poor. How do you mean? I mean that you know, you know, when when you poor, when you when you poor, so you are gonna do all the tough stuff oh,
0: okay. because
1: you are poor. You know, people who are really wealthy, they go. Uh, they gonna try to talk their son out of not doing that rough stuff, I, man. You're gonna, you know. but that's what living is really about. But but you know people, oh, I don't want my son playing no football. You know you can get your get your head strum in football. Well, yeah, anything that you do in life, you can get your you know, like this. But if you if if the health, for is health wise, if you do the proper thing health wise, I'm telling you, you'll limit a lot of stuff. I you know, but I tell people I say you get hit. I say yeah, I got hit. Like, yeah, but I said not that I got hit on purpose. I ain't put my head out there to hit me, and the guy just happened to be fast enough to get it to get me. I said, but I hit more people than they hit me though. Like this is, uh, but but uh, but uh, nutrition, nutrition wise, I eat the proper food. I, I understand that you got to eat, you got to rest, you got to, you got to do the proper thing. You can't. You, my whole thing is that like, like I, you know, telling telling people, you can't be drinking and doing this, acting like you like, you know, that's just like driving and drinking. It, 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 I'm telling you, you, know, your chance of hitting something gonna be greater, and your reflex and stuff like that. Oh, but you feel good. Oh yeah. Wait. You, you you're driving that way kind of makes you feel that everything, okay, then you get in a situation somebody stop in front of you you know, things happen hmm. not that it was planned but they do happen and your reflex is not as quick as that time you, you get hurt, but the same thing in boxing, but boxing is a sport where they trying to hit you they're trying to hit you You, know, you but, but the whole thing is that you only get hit when you don't do the right thing hmm. You gotta move. Move the heads. You don't move and you get hit. So the whole big thing is that, you know, so if you eating the right food, taking the right food, but I think the biggest part, the biggest part for me that I, I knew that everything gonna be alright with me because I believe what the Word of God said. If you read the Word of God and you speak it out, these are things that are healing you now as you know the as uh, like I get up in the morning, I have my confession, I read this, I speak these things out because I believe it. That's really how I speak it out. I speak the existing words into the air to what it's gonna be for me, that I'm gonna have a good life, a healthy life and all this. And so I speak it up. So this is what I do. I do it every morning, this is what I tell my kids. I say, no, you gotta speak it out. I said, anything that you're trying to do, I said, think about it as a kid. Anytime you're trying to do something, you're trying to concentrate. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it you're talking into, you speaking into resistance. And so the whole thing, is speaking to resistance is a part of life and this about health and all that. When people get older, you know, they don't take no more chance. Ain't nothing like people, when they get older, they get scary and so they, they, they don't exercise the most so they start losing their balance and all that. More that you exercise, more you're familiar. You're like this and stuff, it's just like, you know, when you stop. Everything else stop. When you stop living, you start dying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, he start telling you, Oh, I'm old. No, no, no. That's my whole thing. I don't look like I'm old. I'm just, I'm just, it's people born every day, but somebody got to give them the information. That we, everybody say, People all tell me, Man, you, you really look good. I said, Well, what do we do? I said, I read the Word of God. I don't respect nothing, nothing different. I ain't looking for nobody to do nothing for me. I do. I can do things myself. I take care of myself. I exercise. I do all that. But once you stop all these great things, then everything stops. You stopped it first, so that's the whole thing. Your age, you know, ain't about age. And my my thing is that you know what? You know, I may can't compete with these guys here, but I, I get with my own group of people. We, we, we compete. You know, I'm not. You because know, you know, I'm the. I, I love to dance. I love to dance, but you know, t- today with the, the young generation, I don't wanna dance with them. I don't dance. I'm dance somebody. Well, you know, we did do two pops. We we jumping doing three. <laughs> I, I ain't trying. I ain't trying to do that. I'm. T- it's just some things that I ain't trying to do. But it's all right. I know I don't want to do that. Not that I can't do it. I don't want to do it. It's just some dances that I is. And some of the dances just, just vulgar dancing, and and, and you know I kind of, kind of like saying, you know what? Think about it, my mom would've seen me dance like that. What would she have did? Let's get the thing. you know, you know my mom would've got me for some of them dances I would've did, like that. But you know, so now I get to thinking, I wouldn't want nobody to tell, tell my kids they see me dancing like that. I, I, you know you know, so so your the appearance of stuff looking bad now it, it creeps in my mind that I don't want it. I I'm representing my whole family by what I do. And I you know how I talk to people, how I treat people and all that. But it's just like my kids would tell me, Daddy, because you because you like this, everybody to Everybody to think that we good anyway. I said, "Well, I said, I'm a. I said, this is what this this is this is what I, I want life to be. I, I run for somebody to think that you good than to think that you are bad." He said, "Daddy, you 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 raise the bar too high." <laughs> I said, "Boy, I ain't. I said, each generation supposed to get better. Mm. I ain't raised the bar too high. You just think it's too high." I said, but well, my job is to help you. If so, if you want to succeed, then what you gotta do you gotta ask, but well, then how I'm gonna do it. That's all you gotta do is ask me. I help you. And say that my mama helped me. She didn't raise the bar too high, cause she can't raise it too high because she can only take me as far as she know. But she she put me on that right that right level. And so the whole big thing about with 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 the young people, you have to tell them the information that they don't know. You have to tell them, "Oh no, you do this. You got to make sure you do these things right." And but you'll make some mistake, but you'll learn from your mistakes. You'll be able to tell the, you'll be able to tell your kids how to correct it.
0: Do you think it's harder for a famous parent to raise up their children than a non-famous parent? Like just, like do you know what I mean? To raise up children who who are born into an already existing uh, kingdom versus. You know, a family that's being raised up where they're really struggling and trying to get by, and
1: well, I think it's the same. You do? I, I think the same. But you know, the things that my mom was tell me, she says, Honey, listen, follow direction and don't quit. You can remember those three things, can't you? Listen, follow direction, don't quit. The three things that get you to a success here." This is about everything. So ain't nothing like, now all of a sudden, you know what? I learned to box real well. You know what? I started just doing things just like boxing. Oh, okay, then, you know. You know, What did you do? Okay. When I know how to do something, I know I know how to do it. Okay, then, I stay in, the, in this lane right here. I do this real well. Now, if I apply this to every little things that I want to get better now i get better. At. What is it? Because this is, Everything, everything worth having, you do it first. You don't do it last. Oh, no, 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 you do it first. You do it first, oh, no, shoot. I get up in the morning, oh, 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 oh. I'm like, so I said, man, he got in the rain, instantly. Everything just started kicking. Up. He, he reacted, his hands just go like this. I don't do it so much, muscle memory. Muscle memory. You know, I wake up still I still wake up early in the morning. Early in the morning. I read the word of God. Then I get into the what what other things I'm gonna do. But you got to keep it first. And all of a sudden you get muscle memory. I say, and that's what makes people successful. Oh, if you if you wake up every morning, oh man, I hate waking up. You know what? It gets worse and worse.
0: Was was it hard to maintain that? Because obviously your career, you know, you as a man, as a human being, you have had, like all of us, ups and downs and moments of valleys and moments of of being on top of the mountain. How did you stay focused? Because I think a lot of people have trouble staying, seeing the top of the mountain when they're in the valley. You know what I mean? I think it's it's hard. How did you do it? Well,
1: with me, it's like... When, when I came up, when I came up, you, you have to think about, here you are as a kid. You have a kid? Mm-mm. Okay, when, when you have, if you ever have a kid, the kid, kid can only go by what you tell them. I, I didn't know what poor was. I didn't even know the word poor What it mean? I, I don't even remember being hungry. I, I, I just know, I ate what I ate. I, it wasn't no judge and so, who had the better food, and all this, I this, but. But when when I, when I got in school, then that's when, oh, you got, and I had to, to shoe shoot, just like somebody else has to shoot, but mine were jeepers. And so, you know, so, and so, I didn't care, I didn't care. Then but they keep talking about, he got them cheap shoes on. I didn't know what cheap was, but you know, but the, the thing is, it still didn't matter, because I wanna, you know. Then all of a sudden, the older I to get I want your shoes like the same, the one they got. My mom said, no, 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 them expensive shoes. Now, they were nine dollars. My mine was three dollars. And, but but I wanted that. My mama told me I couldn't have and all this and stuff like this, but... So, I tell my sister. And my sister bought me some. And, you know, she said, but don't let mama see them, though. Because, because my mama gonna get mad because, and because, you know, as a kid, all I thought about what I wanted. My mama thought about how you have to balance yourself to be able to live this life out for the long run. Mm. I'm saying, you know, and as a as a kid, you ain't think about, you think about the day. And it, and it was sad that, you know, I was like, man, you know, yeah, you know, my sister buy me this stuff go out and go she, she my sister wanted to see me happy. Mm-hmm. You know, so my, my sister likes sports. My my mama my mom my nothing about a sports sports thing they were not doing nothing for you. My mama wanted me to live right, but my sister went not involved in them tennis shoes and all this and stuff. And I can't even let my mama know I had them tennis shoes so and let me know that you know shoot I was you know, I was sneaky too, this is, this is, this but but you know, I didn't, I ain't had have to do nothing to get him no more than my sister did that. Now, it was, it, it was her money. And she said, oh, don't let, don't let mama see the shoes. You can't tell her, cause she know my mama gonna beat up behind shoe.
0: So as a grown man, looking back, you had that that background where you could say, okay, this is a downtime and there's gonna be an uptime. You Just because you, <laughs>
1: I, all every time, every I, everything as a kid, I'm talking from the kid, from, from the time I can remember as a kid, until I, I moved to Colorado at 19, everything was jacked up. <laughs> everything was jacked up, and it was like, you know, like, it's almost like, my mama said everything gonna be all right. Things gonna change, son. They ain't gonna change. It ain't changed yet. And I was like, and I remember the threshold, I was on the on the threshold, I was this much away from going to the jail. Because the police had the police had stopped me because my sister my sister worked at Southern Bell, And 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 my nephew, my nephew worked there too. And so they so Southern Bell had cars that they drive. So he let me drive the car. So in I was driving the car, I took my mama to church. And coming back, the car's a new car, but it's a rental car, The rental car. They had cars and everything. And the guy, the guy, police stopped me. He said, you want the red light? I said, sure, I didn't run the red light. And he, he said, that's a Southern Bell car. He said, you work for Southern Bell? I said no, I don't. I said, but my, I said my, my my nephew and my my sister work from there. He said, no, you stole this car. I said, sir, I I did not steal the car. He said, you did too. You don't work there. And and I'm gonna sit here and this man, and you know, and he he, he write the ticket and and he had these people and these people put me in the in the wagon, take me. Take me, take me downtown, and you know I'm like, and I said everybody had to be about by twelve, by twelve thirty, at morning on Sunday, and I was like, and I was, I was so mad, and so they bring me in there, and so the the the, the, one of the people's up there, so Holyfield, what you do? I said this man, I said. He gave me a ticket. Said, "He said, because he said you, he brought you here. Then, yeah, he said. You know the guy go, boy, like that. So they kept me in that in that thing. I didn't get out to two thirty in the morning. <laughs> two thirty in the morning, and I was so mad and all this. Then, then he tried to pull it up and. And the people can. So my sister, my sister, uh, boss had to come and say no. He did not steal the car. His 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 nephew work here and let him drive his mother to the thing. But he have no paper, nothing. So in I said, I'm talking. About, I'm. Not. And that man, that man didn't do nothing. So he. So I. You know. So my sister told me I got news to go. And thank him. So I I go up and say, "But thank you, and all this and stuff like that." But you know, but it, I'm saying, but this would, it made me real mad because the they were trying to talk the man the, the man who the, uh, the, uh, the the boss man that 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 I stole they wanted me to say stuff and he did and you know
0: they wanted you to admit to something you didn't do yeah yeah
1: yeah so all of a sudden. What happened? I made the Olympic team. I come back, and they they bring me downtown and all this, and and so I go back and I see my sister uh, my sister uh, boss, and I tell him I say look, thank you. I said I never would have made the Olympic team if it weren't for you. And, you know I said, you know i am never there and so so every time they have these things, everybody always say you know. I say, uh, I say, I say, but I was so mad because it's like they stop people, give people tickets, cause they had to make a quota.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was, it was just sad that you could just, uh, you could just be in a poor neighborhood. And you, you, you. And he knew that I wasn't able to afford that car, which you know, probably about twelve thousand dollars at that time. But I couldn't afford it. But it was brand new car, and he, and he see me, he know, let me stop this guy. Let me see, he, he took his stove to car. You got
0: profiled, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah.
1: But then it was okay, but but that man that man there was the reason why.
0: It pushed you on.
1: Yeah, like that, because as soon as that happened, I went there, I got to the, got to the Olympic training center, and, and the people were like, they were so amazed. I'm talking, these, these now, now everybody who who there from the ghetto. And so when I come there and they, and they say, what's so different about this guy? He, yes ma'am, yes sir, and all this and stuff. So they thought I was in the service. I know I'm not in service, I I'm, from, I'm, from, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. And they go, you know, wow. And you know what, then they, they took up money, they took up money, and they tried to get me to go to a university. They said, Evander, you too good, you are too nice to be a boxer. Now, they, and I said, so they, they said, Evander, we'll, we'll make sure you get tutored and all this and stuff. I said, I said, ma'am, I said, look, I said boxing what I do real well. And and I so I, I didn't take I didn't take the scholarship. And they got upset. Then the next week we had a tournament. They see me knock these guys out and they were scuttle me from that point on. And it was just They a were minute.
0: scared
1: of you? Yeah, because they called they said he must be he must be schizophrenic. He not uh, yet, because maybe,
0: you're so just, kind and, and, and calm yeah, then then
1: get, then, <laughs> and yet you But I go out and do my job. And so they were sad that that now, you know, and I tell you no, I'm a good fighter and all this and stuff like that. No, 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 now all these people white. They they wanna help me. Amen. You know, you know, you don't need to be around these people. You're not like that.
0: I said, oh, they yeah. thought that since you're a black man or a young black man in the ghetto, that they needed to save you.
1: No, I know, they, know what they, 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 cause my demeanor, I was nice and all yeah. that. Save these, these, you
0: from a life of but boxing. But, but no, but you know,
1: these other guys be grabbing their pants and all oh, that. Yeah. They, they, they do all this crazy stuff. I ain't doing, my mama say, my mama say, you look people I yes, ma'am, no, yeah. ma'am. Like the people who were older—they were just that much older than me that, that I could say yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. And yes, sir, and no, sir. I'm like, you know, I'm like they, you know, I'm like, you know, at that time I'm 19 years old. Yeah. You know, they—they they, they were they, they in
0: their 30s. But that's a—that's a great lesson, I think, because I mean, that's a great lesson for humanity because I think people want to put people in boxes. Oh, black man came from Atlanta, Georgia. Oh my gosh! She's saying thank you, ma'am, and thank you, sir. It's just it doesn't make sense to them. Why not? Why doesn't it make sense? It should make sense just as much as anybody saying. Well, well
1: say, say, my, my thing, my thing is, is that I knew that. I didn't do well in the books because my mama didn't read and all this and stuff. I ain't have nobody to read to me and all this and stuff. I ain't have nobody to always read, 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 read. Your mom, your mom couldn't read? No, no. My mom didn't read. My dad okay. didn't read either. Okay. So the whole thing, but it was amazing because I had sisters and stuff that could read mm-hmm. and all this. And I had brothers. I had, we we had one brother. We had one brother. And he, my brother two years older than me. Can read dictionary, read everything, and, but you know what? They wouldn't help nobody. Now, you, you, the, the one that run real fast and strongest and all this, you know, he helped everybody. The ones that were very knowledgeable, it's like almost like people with knowledge, they don't want to tell nobody, they don't want nobody to be better than them because they ain't gonna tell you, they ain't gonna tell you to everything. And, they were, and that was, that was, that was kind of, that was kind of sad. That was kind of sad, 'cause with me. But me, I I thought, it, well, my mama explained to me, the world go around, that means everybody got the things that they do real well. My mama said, master one thing, you'll be great. Mm-hmm. He said, you don't want He said, people who try to master everything, he said, they'll never be the very best. I said, they work for somebody else. So my mama said. So the good all the, all the thing is that my mama said, i said. It's all right. Be the best in one thing. This is what you do. You do it, and all that. When it, when it all comes down, to everybody want to talk to you. And it, and it, and it, it is hard because anywhere I go in the world, I'm the only full-time heavyweight champion of the world. I'm saying records are meant to be broken. I'm saying one day it'll be broken, and so, I, and, and and maybe I may be gone by then. But but. Either way it go. and you know, it's like, you're the best. What everybody said, when they said, you no, know, people asked ask me about Ali. They said, they said, you want to be like Ali? I said, yeah, I said, but, I said, but my mama told me you just want to be a champ like him. You don't want to be the person that he is. You just want to be a champ just like him. Like I, said, well, I, said, well, I said, well, they asked me, did I want to, Evander, do you want to break his record? I told them no. They said, why? I said, Cause I would have to lose. I said, I ain't planning on losing. I said, but, I said, so when my career ended, they said, I thought you want you you to plan on breaking the records. I said, I wasn't. I said, do you know how much you have, how strong you have to be to be the four-time? <laughs> I said, I'm the four-time. <laughs> I said, like, I said See, if I'm planning on losing, that means that I have to lose a fight just to come back and try to win. So, you ain't really winning, you 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 set this thing up. But you know what? I didn't never want to lose. Because I, I told them, I said, they said, why you ain't want to lose? I said, I want to break Rocket Monson out of record. <laughs> And I, just, and they say, I said, comes, I said, he was, I said you know I said you know he I, he, I think he was he, he was undefeated he, 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 he you know he had all of them knockout. So the whole big thing I said, well, I said but I said but I kept reading the Bible and the Bible said the person who make all the mistakes is cause he's go. God knew that everybody was gonna make mistakes. But the one that overcome the mistake is the one gonna be able to help more people. So, so so even when the devil thinks he got you, then you come out of it, they say, why? Because God is good. He gave me another chance. You so our 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 glory to God is that he loved us so much that he gave us another chance. As long as you want a chance, he'll give you another one. You just got to want it. It's so the only way you can. You gonna want it because you believe it. So that's so that's my whole big thing. Two people said, "Oh, I'm evangelizing. I said, so "People said, you you just talk about your losses like nothing." I said, "No, they ain't Loss Losses when you quit. Mm-hmm. I didn't quit." <laughs> I said, "So I had setbacks, but look at all them setbacks and see how I came back every time." I said, "That's that's it." Say. Long as you realize that God loves you enough, He'll see you through the end, and that's what the whole big thing about being a Christian. Man, see, being a Christian don't mean that you don't do nothing wrong. Being a Christian that you know you need God to make it, like that said. So, and people who believe that they need God to make it are the people who always gonna overcome their situation. But, but when you when you get to the point and think that oh, I can't do it myself, okay. Uh, well, that, that was the word of God said you can't do it by yourself this is what he telling from the get go God would never have to come in this earth if man could do it himself because man couldn't do it himself he, Jesus had to come I said this is it I said I, I said, now if a person believe it if a person believe it then they keep throwing but a person that Saying, people it's people, oh, man. That's just a lot of a lot of stuff, all limited rituals and all that. And then they don't want to come. They don't talk themselves in and not believe it. I said, I said, people have to know what eternity is. Eternity is not like you're ever gonna get over. Just think about anything that you ever had a problem with, and it didn't go away. I'm saying, I said, I said, that's the most miserable thing in life. I'm telling you, you know that don't go away. Think about being stuck in something that they ain't gonna ever change.
0: Being stuck is a is a terrible fate. Why what that? I'm talking about this,
1: yeah. I'm, eternity. That's where the eternity yeah. is
0: stuck. It's so interesting <laughs> to me that I love that your your last name is Holy Field because you you walk in a holy field all the time, right? That's the the space that you live in.
1: Well, well, well yeah. yeah. That's why I try to that's why I try to stay like this. Hey, look, it's about love love is eternally too mm-hmm. but you know what I'm telling I'm telling you go to the wrong place oh man I am like I'm, you' know, even even as a kid I was like and they said what do you miss I said I said I just know if anything happens. I'll to grab my mama's leg and say wherever well, I end up, I'll to end up with her. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> like, this is. The
0: thing. Is your mom? When your mom passed away, I'm sure. I mean, it goes without saying, huge loss. Do you still? I mean, do you still feel her all the time with you? Well,
1: not exactly. Not exactly. My whole thing is it because mom, mom, like, some mothers never talk about death, but it, it's it's one of them things that gonna happen too. My mom, my mom always told me, said son. I'm not gonna always be here. This is where you gotta learn these things that I say, And like this, and you gotta do these things for yourself. I'm your mama now. And she said, ah, you know, you you got a wife, but it's not like a mama. Son, you gotta understand, she gonna compete sometime with you. We don't compete. I tell you what to do. <laughs> I said, "Mama, Mama, Mama, i gonna let you know what her role is." I said, I'll tell you what to do. Now, you can have a man, you have a million friends, you have one mama. Let me tell you, that's it. So, you treat me right on this earth, where you won't have to try to get in a coffin when I die. Think you want to go with me? You don't want to do that. So, so it was amazing. Now. My my mama, 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 mama wasn't very popular. What's well, not or was? Wasn't. What's well, not? Okay. And so when my mama passed, and everybody said, "How all these people? I didn't know she knows so many white people." Like everybody said, "No," everybody came to see Miss Holyfield because he been the Holyfield talking about her so much and said so and everybody asked me said, how could you not cry and i said i'm gonna cry my my mama already told me she said son i love you
0: mm-hmm.
1: i love you so much that i'm gonna tell you the right things to do she said everybody check out when they check out they check out son you love them on this earth, and you do everything that you possibly do, where that you ain't got to cry, son. Everybody come and look to see. And you know what? All these people came and they say, I can't believe you didn't cry. You talk about your mama so much, you ain't even cry. I said, my mama raised me right. I said, that's it. I said, ultimately, she did a great job. I said, now, I'm trying to find out how can I beat her? I said, my mama did this with no money. I said, I said, my mama didn't have no money. I said, what she taught me how to be, and all this and stuff. She said, son, oh, don't ask nobody for no money, because the people you ask for money, these the one gonna speak in your life. They tell you everything to do. Oh, no, 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 no. And he said, don't ask nobody for no money. That's it. No ask for no money, money. Said, your favorite word is gonna be no thank you. <laughs> no thank you. Like I said, go. When you said no thing, you control your situation.
0: You don't owe anyone anything. Owe anyone. That's what
1: yeah. I'm saying. You're never you never love. You kick the love out on. You. Yeah. Like this, and I said. My mama brought me that way and stuff like this and my mama, and, and and everybody, I said, look. I'm trying to tell you. I said she had a sixth grade education. <laughs> so I said I said I said so they said so. What upset you? I said I said because I think about. All the mothers the mothers of my kid, how educated they were and all this and I thought that, oh shout, oh, we gonna really do it. I said, I said, a, a lot of selfishness, self-centered, competing. Well, I I got them, I I got I chose them because they had something I didn't have. I ain't know that they gonna sit here and, and and brag about all that. I know I'm a fighter, I can be there. I don't never talk about fighting and all this. But they always try but they always trying to for negative to show that they control me. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I said, I said, hey, ain't that sad, see? see the thing is that I felt that, well, now my mama, my mama didn't have an education and all that. Wow. What if she would've had the book and could write that stuff down and all that? Oh, it would've been great. Then, so I chose a lady that, who had mouth and could put that stuff down on paper. And then, oh my goodness, it didn't work that way. How oh, to God dumbest? No.
0: Education does not a heart make.
1: But you just, you're not, you know, education a part of life.
0: It is, and it's and it's great for if if you can have an education, so be it. But it doesn't, it doesn't take away from. I think a heart, us having a soul and a heart and a kindness, outweighs. I've met a lot of very smart people who weren't very nice. Is what I'm saying. Well, not
1: that much. But that one saying, but they they didn't come from that person who you have to teach both of them yeah. you can I say, you want to teach the the whole big thing Like with me I want to make sure my kids make it to heaven that's what I want to do look look we going to do this thing to get to heaven cuz this short period of time here on this earth you know whether it's 75 years or 120 years ain't nothing but like that that's right but eternally is, is what, what you, you, you're building this thing for. And so the Bible tells you how this thing is. So it's about by, it's by faith and confidence and all that. So the word of God always told me, Sam I saved you. Now, how would I not save your mama? If I, I save you. So 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 my mama taught me about Christ. If, if, if it, I would've never went to church if it weren't for my mama. Even though my grandma, my grandma was always over at church, my mom was a little rebellion against my grandma because my, my, I would ask my mom, I said, "Why are you like that with her?" My mom said, "After all those years, I thought that she was my sister, and she was my mother
0: Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That's said, a twist.
1: Yeah, that's even see, see, and because uh, because my my my. My mama, grandmama had 23 kids. Whoa, 23. Yeah, and so my mama, so she had kids her age and all this and stuff. And so, and But so,
0: But your, so your grandmother, your great grandmother had 23 children. Your grandmother. My grandmother only had two. Okay.
1: My grandmother had
0: two But kids. your, your mom thought she was your grandmother's sister. When did yeah, she, yeah, how yeah. old was she when she, do you know how old she was when she found out she was? Her uh, mom, uh, thirteen. Oh wow, that would be a lot to take on to, un- yeah, yeah, to yeah. understand.
1: Yeah, well, you know, you think. Yeah, and you see your sister, and she gone all the time. She gone all the time, and so you know, and so my, my mom, my mom or my mom was mad. So yeah. My mom was real mad with her. My mom like so, so they Indian. So my 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 my, mama, my, my grandmother Indian. So, what
0: tribe uh,
1: Cherokee Cherokee okay yeah.
0: that explains your great cheekbones <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so so and all this stuff so 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 my mama my my mama was really mad and all that she had to overcome so so, so my grandmama, now now all my whole life my grandmama was old like <laughs> so so like so like my grandmama was like she would let me pop my fingers and all that too now and all the my, my, my so my mama started telling me how great a dancer she was. She loved dancing. That's the dancer of her thing. And so the whole big thing is that the whole the whole big thing is that well, we couldn't pop our finger and nothing like that, so my my so my mama let her dance and my grandma would be mad and so you know she gonna pinch us later. <laughs> she gonna pinch. did pinch that thing. like oh, <laughs> grandmama. Said, and my mom said, "What you all about, boy?" My grandma said, "That's <laughs> wonderful." <laughs> 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 uh, so
0: well, I'm really excited for tonight because I've never been to a boxing match in my whole life. So, and you have your big event, and. That's really cool. How many? How long have you been doing the the real deal promotions? Doing the all that. Two years. Two years, so oh, it's Two a years. baby.
1: Yep. yep. Okay, and it's yep. growing, and yep.
0: yeah, yep. and you've got some outstanding fighters. Yep. It's exciting.
1: Yeah, they got to go through that same walk that I go through over yeah. and over again, wishing their life away. Cause you know, I'm, it's amazing. I, I, you know, not they they ain't looking at it, they wishing life, but. I used to say, oh, I'll be glad this thing be over with. I didn't know how wishing my life away. Oh, what do
0: you mean by that? How do you mean? No, you,
1: you, know, you your heart beating fast. They got to fight today. All of them guys thinking about how it's going to be, they just want to get it over. Oh, yeah. So you're wishing your life away. Right. So, now, I find this out. I find this out when I was, I was, I was on my way to Russia. I was getting ready to fight to Russia, and and I'm like, man, man, I'm, you know, I, I was I was forty, I was forties, forty, 40 six years old, and I was still fighting. No, 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 I was, not I, wasn't, I wasn't in was in, I was to Russia. I was getting ready to fight this guy. He was, he was seven, seven two. He weighed 316 and I weighed, no yeah he, weigh, he weighed three eighteen and I weighed two eighteen.
0: And you're what, six two? I
1: six 62 six and a half Yeah. And and so and so he he got me about a hundred pound. And you know, I was like, but I know I was gonna beat him. I said, I am about ten behind up in the night. Everybody, <laughs> then nobody believed me. They said, oh no, uh, you know. You, you they showing your old films and to make him look real good today so they were showing all my old fights and stuff like this and put it on TV where everybody said god man he going to be fighting Holyfield. but this reporter they had this older reporter by 65 years old and he would he would, he would complain and say that you shouldn't be in there you not what you used to be and all this and stuff and I said, how old are you, sir? He said, I'm 64 years old. I said, you still writing, right? He said, yeah. I said, you're not what you used to be, <laughs> like this. He said, you, then what are you gonna do? I said, no, I said, I can't tell you. He said, why? I said, cause you're gonna write it down. I said, and the guy gonna read it. <laughs> I called, this is how y'all used to get me. I said, I got hold to that, he said, like that. So I fight the guy. They didn't give me the decision, but I beat him, and so everybody know that. They say if you had to beat that man eleven rounds out of twelve, they didn't even get. But you know, but we fighting and fight fighting, and we weren't even fighting in this country. We were fighting in some part of some part of Europe, and they gave it to him. I actually supposed to be the oldest heavyweight champion. I actually supposed to be the oldest one. Like that, and, and everybody tell him, they said, you go look it up, he valued uh, value the guy got named Value well. you Go look it up, and everybody said, how in the world they take that fight for a I beat him. Because everybody said, how in the world you gonna beat that big old guy? And I said, you got back problems, you got all these problems. I can tell the way he walk and all that. I beat him. I just, I, I won the fight. And when the fight was over, he even did like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, like they got a decision. And everybody said, How oh, in the world can they do that? But this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And so, so people asked me, How do you feel about that? They robbed you of that thing. I said, Well, I said, I'm still the only. Four-time heavyweight champion in the world. I said now. I said now. I could be manager. I should have been five. I said, but I really ain't worried. Really worried about five. I said, but I said, been the oldest heavyweight champion of the world. Been been been, been good enough. <laughs> I said, but I'm not.
0: You know, what's interesting though. Is there are when I was doing a little research, there are people that call you five-time. So there are people that still say that you are five. If that makes you feel any better. You <laughs> my, my mouth
1: thing. I you know, is—it's it, like with me, with me, it's like it, with with me, it's a reality. Everything don't go your way, but it's still all right. Yeah. As everybody get caught up and remember, the terrible things that caused them to feel bad. This shoulda happened. Wait, you're alive and everything's all right. I some things just were not meant to be. How oh, about if it wasn't meant to be cool? It's, it's okay, your, your life's still great. Like that, so this this is the outlook, one thing. I, I tell people, I say, look, I say, I'm not gonna ever let this steal my joy.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I say, yes, it's, it's up to you to, to uh, hold your joy. And, and that's what life is really about, the joy. How are you gonna help the next generation? And I, I used to think about, because I remember time. I want to be better than anybody in the world, and the whole wide world, I ain't want no, then more than I, I got older and sort of growing into it, I said, man, I said that is kind of really selfish when you, you don't want nobody to break your record. You want the whole world to get your a deal. Now think about it. Everybody who broke the the first time to do something, if it, the world stopped for them, <laughs> We wouldn't we, we, be nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I, so, so I started saying, wow, Lord, oh, okay. Let it grow. Gotta get up to think about
0: it. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, everybody just wanna think about themselves. Uh-huh. I'm the first one to do this. thing of the world to be frozen. up. Uh, mm-hmm. Can't move.
0: I think it's so important to help people up and yeah. to, to be there for the next generation. Yeah. I mean, that's the legacy. Yeah. More than you know, you people you'll be remembered what is that saying? You'll be remembered for for how people feel about you, you know, that when you are good and you are doing good, that's that's the true memory.
1: Well that they say I, that people said that I go, well,
0: you do a lot of good, though, in the bye, world. Bye, bye, bye. It's, it's a nice bye, legacy. But What I'm saying,
1: when you, you really ain't thinking about a legacy when you're really trying to help somebody. Right. But if if you get to people, that means that I'm worried about what people think. Mm-hmm. I don't worry about what they think. Mm-hmm. I worry about this is what I'm supposed to do. I want to do what, like, I, I pray and say, Lord, I want to do what you have called me to do. I don't want to miss none of the things that you want me to do. Just, just let me be healthy in all this. You know, I, I just want to be healthy and healthy in doing it. Yeah. you know, I, you know, I know one of the worst part of my life I'll never forget. I had I had uh, hepatitis. Mm. Had hepatitis A and you know, and I used to I, I used to think, I used to call people weak. I used to see a lot of people talking about killing themselves, suicide and all this and stuff. And was, Man, why oh, ain't that all weak people just killing themselves? You know? I got hepatitis, and I was so sick even when I breathed. I had to throw up and all that. And it was the worst feeling I, I had in my entire life ever. And I remember. I felt so bad I go, Lord, I know death got to be better than this. Let me die. I was trying to give up the ghost. So I when I wake up the next day and I said, Oh Lord, forgive me. And I start thinking about, man, I ain't thinking about saving no money for my kids and all this. And I said you can feel so bad that you don't think about nobody I know you have to give up the ghost you have to, just like I was trying to do you have to give up the ghost, you don't just die you have to want to die and I couldn't believe that I hurt myself that Lord I know death's got to be better than this and so I felt so I felt so bad, so I I, when I when when I get up and I go, man, let me go uh, Let me go make sure everything's right for my kids. God, can you can you can you believe that that when when you are in pain, you so selfish, you don't think about nobody but how you feel. Mm-hmm. And I you know, and I remember I used to always I used to always say to myself, I can't believe people want to kill themselves. And man, you you, you learned so
0: empathy weak. for them. that. Yeah. I,
1: I realized that you'll never know what nobody's going through. That's right. And some somehow, but I got that hepatitis i it was just hepatitis A, but it was the worst feeling I ever felt. Mm. I'm like, oh, when I breathe, made me want to vomit and all use the bathroom. I said, man, that was just terrible. And I'm like, wow.
0: But now you know that people go through their stuff.
1: What about that one thing? you, When people go through something, I realize that when you're sick, when people ain't right, they become selfish. Everything that makes you not feel good has something to do with selfish <laughs> so, <Yeah>. god. <laughs> Ooh.
0: I'm excited for tonight.
1: I am too. Always. Yeah. People go out there, it's amazing. They doing something, you don't do it already. You say, oh, no, I ain't done. All I can do is just pat you on the back. Bring it on through.
0: You're teaching them to fish, I love it. What
1: that one saying, that's the only thing, because my one thing, but as a kid, I knew I was going to have a great life. I knew I would have a great life. And my brothers and sisters were mad because They'll tell you that, when I was a kid, I said, well, oh, mama ain't gonna have to worry about nothing when I get older, she gonna have everything. And ever since I was 21, my mama had everything. Everybody said, how would you know?
0: I, I don't know.
1: I said, look, I just spoken it into existence.
0: Evander, you are delightful. I don't want to take up your whole day. I could talk to you for hours, but thank you so very, very much. Thank you. Bye, everybody.